Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hey, and um, our next subject, thanks for being listening to the show, is about a fitness tracker. And this is a very interesting case. A colleague's of mine, uh, actually used the Fitbit fitness tracker, um, to save someone's life in the ER or help them. And I, I find it, uh, very fascinating. So my next guest actually, uh, had this patient. She's an emergency physician at Lady of Lords Medical Center in Camden, New Jersey. So welcome, Dr. Smith. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. S- so good morning. So these Fitbits, you know, we've done other segments and people have talked about how there's a social media issue with them and that people like to have competitions and it's a great way to use them. Um, and, but this is, uh, something much better. And, uh, tell us a little bit about what happened. It, now not all Fitbits, I mean, they measure your steps, but are there different programs? Because not all of them, can measure your heart rate or th- or things like that. Um, correct. Um, so um, I can tell you about the case that we had in the emergency department, and actually the patient um, had one of the Fitbits that could measure your, it was one of the fancier ones where you can measure um, a heart rate and I think a sleeping pattern as well. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't know much about different types of Fitbits, but I know there's a variation some have GPS on them, some, you know, have um, heart rate, sleep patterns. Some just measure your steps, like you said. Right. Um, so, so they're, and they're programs in them. So they, they're kind of linked to your smartphone, right? So that you correct. can track all this. Right, which is the probably most important part about having a Fitbit is to making sure that you think it before you start using it because a lot of that data, um, I don't know if it stays in the cloud or if, if you know if you don't sync it to your iPhone, whether you're still able to um, pull that out somewhere. But the important part would be to sync your Fitbit when you get it to your iPhone so you can actually use the data. Right. Now this, tell us um, a little bit about this patient because this did have to do with a heart arrhythmia um, called atrial fibrillation. Um, but tell us what happened with this patient. Um, so we had a case of a 42-year-old man, previously healthy. He had a history of seizures, um, well-treated, except for that morning he forgot to take his medication. Um, so while on the job, he experienced a seizure, um, and obviously his coworkers called 911. Um, and when the medics got, got there, he was already um, post-exile after seizure. A little confused, um, but incidentally, they have found that his heart is was about 190. Mm. Uh, when they put him on a monitor, they were able to uh, identify the rhythm, and it was an atrial fibrillation at about 190. They mm. gave him medication called Which Cardinal. isn't a common, I mean, it's not related to the seizure at all, right? For people, it usually that doesn't happen when you have a seizure. Correct. But we think that maybe the seizure triggered. Mm. To put him, you know, normally in a seizure disorder, your heart, it goes up. Um, Right, because you're moving and jerking. Exactly. So it might have triggered um, some kind of a, you know, uh, another electrical impulse in his atrium and put him into AFib. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, it's not so explain atrial fibrillation of- for people so they know what type of heart uh, rhythm problem that is. So I kind of like to um, explain it as fireworks, basically, in your top <laughs> chambers of the heart. There's a bunch of impulses um, in your top, the atriums of your heart, and um, they um, can put you in a... So they're very irregular, very chaotic uh, impulses, and um, when they go down the track, they cause uh, the ventricles to um, uh, squeeze very irregularly and fast. Um, hmm. So that's, and the yeah. and what is and what's the danger of that? Right, that your heart is beating correct. so fast that you're not getting enough blood out, so you can pass uh, out. So or? a couple of risk factors with that is um, if it's untreated, if your heart rate goes fast above 100 for a period of time, you can go into heart failure. You can suffer heart attacks. Um, you can have cardiovascular collapse. But the big part also is that you can. You have potential of forming um, clots in your top chambers and in your lo- uh, lower chambers of the heart, which they can break off and cause strokes and um, other ischemic mm-hmm. events. So, um, so when and, and there's the the key to this story is there there's a a cutoff, right? So how how do you treat that? What do what do you do to treat it? There's so, a couple. Um, it currently. In our department, if you present with a new onset AFib, with new onset meaning within 48 hours, and we can clearly identify your onset of time, um, we can cardiovert you in the ER, get you out of that rhythm uh, right away, and um, potentially avoid admissions and putting you on blood thinners and other medications. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, and- you get cardioverted and you go home. Right, and that is because, you know, you figure if it's within that amount of time, you're not going to have the blood clots and uh, and Correct. things like that. But okay. so knowing exactly when it started, some people can tell themselves to get it to say, oh, this is, right. must have been when it started, right? Because some people right. have a sensation of it or yeah. something. So a lot of patients would come in complaining, I'm having palpitations, I'm short of breath. I'm dizzy, um, I'm having some chest discomfort. Uh, so those are the symptoms that usually are associated with, with atrial fibrillation. Mm-hmm. This patient in particular had no symptoms. His heart rate was going about 150 to 170s, and he had no feeling of that. He was feeling fine. He, he says, I'm fine. There's, there was no pain, no dizziness, no palpitation. So we couldn't mm-hmm. really pinpoint the onset of his. Um, atrial fibrillation. Okay. So then what made you, so then what happened next? Because this is the interesting part and in yes. how the Fitbit actually saved him. So he was otherwise pretty healthy 40-year-old man, and um, my gut feeling was telling me that, you know, it probably just happened. Otherwise, you know, if it was more than two days, he couldn't have not notice of a heart rate of 170 and not felt any symptoms. Right. But I couldn't tell for sure. So I asked um, the cardiology for their second opinion. So they came down there, our consultant, and one of the nurse practitioners um, in the group, Carol McDougall, came down and um, she says, hey, you know, I see she has this Fitbit on. Maybe we could, you know, see what happened. So we went back and we talked to the patient, and sure enough, he had the Fitbit 
gotten it for Christmas from his wife uh-huh. and was able to sync it three days ago. Wow. So when we looked at his phone, you could clearly see, you know, his heart rate was between 60s, depending on his sleep, between 60s and maybe 80s. And sure enough, about noon, when the incident happened, he had a huge spike of a heart rate of about 170. Huh. Um, so we were, and then if, if you look at it closer, there's a then drop, which is when the medics gave him the cardiogram. And when he came back to the ER, he was still about 1140s, I want to say, still an AFib. Wow. So by looking back on that, um, he was able to, you you could pinpoint that it was within the 48-hour window. Exactly. To cardiovert him and treat him. Yes. So uh, that's amazing. That's very interesting. So this is the first time that you <laughs> ever did that. Now that's that's a great tool to ask people when they come in. Absolutely, you know. And if, if obviously there's other diagnoses that this could be helpful. I just worked the shift yesterday, and I now look at the patient's wrist <laughs> to see if they have the device yeah. that could help me at least, um, you know, uh, help my diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. There was a kid who was wearing an Apple Watch that noticed his heart rate went up and had something. So this is the Dr. Levin Oker Show. It's health from the outside in. We're feeling good starts with looking good. So stay tuned into your health and stay well. 